Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello! Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan <laughs> Wonders, and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and uh, well, I'm a hunk, so don't be telling me about rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Carter, and just because you know everything doesn't mean you know anything about chunk skitball. <laughs> chunk skitball? You're, but don't, no, don't you mean skitball? Hunk skitball. Hey, I'm a hunk. We're, we're all the hunk. Let's tell them why. Because the day this episode comes out, it's Tuesday, November 3rd. Super <laughs> Tuesday! Is that Which, what Super Tuesday is? I don't is it think no? so. No. Duper Tuesday. I'll take that. And it's uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday at the Megadome, the showdown. We, all three of us, have participated in our civic duty to vote with our civic booty for the mm. next president of the United States Night of America. Duty. And uh, it just Among other up. things. Among other very important sure, things. Sure, yes. That's among, true. Th- there were other votes. Uh, I... I panicked, by the way, in the polling booth. I just wasn't thinking. And when the very first vote was president, I was like, oh, it's so fast. (laughs) I wasn't ready. I thought I was ready. Oh, Oh, I'm undecided. Are you kidding me? Who's undecided right now? At this point, undecided (laughs) is not real. Look, it fills me with, I just can't. The only thing that I just, I have to. This land, this land is your <laughs> land. Sing it, Carl. We have to do it. This, this land, land is, is my land. <laughs> from from California, California to the to New, New York Islands, from the Redwood Forest to the Golden Waters. This, this land, land was made for you and me. <laughs> when I was walking. <laughs> if somehow you're still listening, know that that was raw. That was unedited, unfiltered, unpasteurized. We didn't, we didn't line that up in post. It was so creepy on Zoom. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, like dissonant, and it's like it's like the beginning of the Purge Five or something. And it's it like the like trailer singing for that at the funeral for America. It, it did feel a little bit like a funeral dirge. It was this was America. It's so funny because I did sort of end up being the tempo leader here, and I made the executive last minute decision to just really slow it down so we could feel. <laughs> The patriotism. Isn't it wild that you don't notice? I don't notice the delay as much like when we're talking. Like it still feels like a normal conversation. Right. But the second we try to do something lined up, it feels like I'm on a different planet than you guys. Yeah, it was like this, this lamb, lamb, your It was very strange. Woof. But uh, not to, not to not to not to get too political. But if you're listening to this episode in the morning, you still have time. Go do it. Please. Wear a mask while you do it. But go That's do it. Political. Put, put on a mask and go vote. Please, please go do it. And <laughs> this is how it begins. <laughs> My Google Home was taking over. Look, speaking of voting, the second most important vote that you will uh, cast. Stop it. What is happening? Judgment day. Voting. Voting? Voting. I didn't know if it was like turning on when I said voting. (laughs) Hey, I don't think so. (laughs) Speaking of voting, the second most important vote that you will cast all year long just happened. And that is the vote for our Disney Channel original movie series, which... Is named what, Doge? Uh, <laughs> did we decide? It's a series so powerful that a pun couldn't do it justice. That's right. We had you vote and choose your favorite decoms, and you failed me. Each and every <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and I will, I know that you all, our listeners, have felt my wrath. It's not each and every one. Not each and every one of them. There, there are several of you. I voted for it. That yeah, because you have a brain. Because you have a brain. There, I'm. Look, normally I'm like, vote however you want. It's we want to do. No, you guys, you listeners, let me down. And most of you did not vote for the greatest Disney Channel original movie. Maybe the greatest movie, Brink. And we'll make up for it. uh, Maybe the greatest movie. You're prepared to commit that to audio cement and have that live forever. Yup. And guess what, guys? We're doing it on Patreon. You can't stop Brink. Mm. You can't. You it's can't not even stop possible. the Brink. So Brink's our Patreon episode. Jordan, what other episodes are part of this very powerful, nameless, ancient series? Well, uh, this week we're doing one of them, which we'll talk about in a second. Next week, we will be doing Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Uh, the following oh. week will be uh, Smart House, which uh, feels more and more like a reality every day. As and, by your Google trying to take over. Yeah. And then we will finish with uh, Far and Away, maybe the biggest lead I have seen a movie taken yeah, about ever. Nearly double. Uh, yeah. High School Musical. I literally cannot wait for that one. <clears throat> yeah, that's going to be a blast. These are all going to be uh, very awesome. But it's today, the first one, uh, the movie is, of course, known as <gasps> The, the Look of the Irish. Irish. I, I, did, I should have done it in an accent. I don't know why. And uh, Doge, I would love if you could just shamrock my world. Sim, simropsis. Simrop, 
Sim- with the Shamroxis. synopsis at the end of this rainbow and every rainbow. There's one synopsis yep. on IMDb. <laughs> it's all we need. Written by internationally feared hacker group Anonymous. <laughs> a teenager must battle for a gold charm to keep his family from being controlled by an evil leprechaun. <laughs> leprechaun. Do we want the synopsis us that y'all yeah. did? Yeah, Girl, that's read, better. Read the one that we wrote yesterday because it's far more descriptive. This might not be a bad backup for all of these movies because I don't know how many are going to have synopsis. A basketball-loving tween discovers his granda and ma are leprechauns. He then must reclaim his magic luck coin with his sports abilities. This was written by one Doge and Jordan. We cooked that puppy up in-house. Yeah, that's true. In our very own uh, Two Chunks test kitchen. So you're welcome. Hey, um, I have seen this movie a bunch of times. This was Carter's first. Doge, you've seen this it several times. Maybe my 100th time to see this movie. Yeah, I've seen this movie a lot of times. I used to, so I feel like now's a good time to talk about this. I was a Disney Channel kid growing up. I watched every DCOM Friday nights when a new one would come out. It was like a thing. Like I would plop down to watch it with like a snack and everything. Like sometimes my family would all watch them together. Like we were, we were in. So this series is near and dear to my heart. Um, but we're getting some different perspectives here because Carter did not really grow up, right? I mean, you didn't really watch DCOMs. I didn't grow up with DCOMs. I didn't have the Disney Channel. Yeah, I was like a Nickelodeon PBS kid. That Cartoon Network, that, that mm. good stuff. It makes it tough So yeah, to watch them. I, I think this is going to be really fun because I will. I've seen every Disney Channel original movie from the very first one all the way until like 2007, I guess. So... Most of the ones that were available to vote, I have seen multiple times. So this yeah. is, this is, these are all rewatches for me. And most, if not all of these will be first time watches for Carter, which is very fun and uh, a little bit exciting. I think I will say uh, Chelsea, my, my lovely wife did, we had a season that she was like, no, you need to see these. And she had like 10 curated. So good. Uh, and, and this was I've one seen, of them. I've seen the rest of them. This was not one of them. I've right. seen the rest and, of them. And she was, wow. she was. Up on top of Alley Cat Strike being oh, in our list for she votes. A big one. And that's so fun. I love yeah. that. Alley Cat Strike is the reason that when I was a kid and went bowling, I always crossed my back leg behind my front leg because I thought that's how you bowled. I still, when I see a 710 split, part of me is like, I bet I could try and spin this ball and just sort of push it and let <laughs> yep. it smack the other one. Yep. I think that would work really well. <laughs> so yeah, these movies really in a in a uh strange way formed a lot of my childhood. Right? It's like these are, they're, it feels weird to say these were like as big a deal to me as like regular movies. Star Wars. Yeah. Vacation when I was a kid. School. VBS. Um, yeah. And it's, it's I, these are Hallmark <clears throat> movies for children. I mean, that's what yes, these are. Absolutely. Here's what I will say we are not, I don't feel like as hosts, we are so narrow focused and narrow minded. To not try and at least understand the demographic that a certain movie is trying For to reach. For sure. So even though I am a uh, adult watcher, you know, for all of these movies, I am not going to be ignorant as to sure, yeah. what probably would have been the magic of being a child. I won't be able to have that. Maybe I'll be able to give some fun, fresh takes of seeing it as someone whose brain is almost fully developed. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to I'll say from the start. I had a good time with this. This t- this movie 
was a good time for me. Yeah. Here's the thing. Watch. I think that's the, the necessary framework to view it through is like, this has to suck in just the right way that it's very fun to watch. 100%. Oh, yeah. You know? I completely agree. That, in a way, even though it is hard time stamped, Oof. can make a movie like this timeless. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that completely. And Because I, I had the feels. I, I felt ways about, you know, movies that came out around that time. They just weren't decoms. And I, look, I think that, so this movie is goofy and it's pretty fun. I, I would like to start on a downer so that I can personally climb my opinion upwards. Go for it. For the rest of this movie. I'm going to start with my super dump because I want to address it off the top, which is I was going to make, I was going to make like a lighthearted, like originally I was going to make a lighthearted, like this movie is racist against leprechauns kind of a joke. But however, this movie, it's insensitive towards Irish people in general for a good portion of it. But my super dump is the fingers in ears tone deafness of having the main character of this movie be best friends with a young black man and have this movie being about the plight of Irish people with his best. There is one line that acknowledges it in this whole movie and they brush right past it. He's like, at one point, the grandpa is like, we had to take the terrible jobs nobody else wanted, and we didn't. We hardly got paid anything. And Russell, his best friend, goes, at least you got paid. For and real? the movie just blows Dude. right past it. Yikes. If you're conscious enough to put that line in there, that's why I'm saying. did you only give us that line? That single line is more condemning than silence throughout the Certainly. movie. Well, because the movie that paints single it as line- like- shows an awareness that they knew that they were like stepping on a weird boundary and they were like, let's acknowledge it rather than fix it. And to me, I know it's a Disney movie. I know it's goofy. There's literal leprechauns in this movie. I know it. That is still my super dump because in the year 2020 watching it, I cringed. Yeah. That, That's going to be mine too. My super dump as well, because it, it paints the movie. Like by the end of it, we get to like, I I can't understand I am I understand who I am without knowing my culture going back thousands of years. Right? Like that's a somehow a core part of my identity and I'm well, less of a person if I don't understand that. You know who but else we, can't do that? I know. Then yeah. we ignore we ignore people who have had that privilege taken away from them by the atrocities of you know, the 1600s, 1700s. Dude, yeah. and the grandpa is like, the grandpa is like, imagine having to step on a boat and wave goodbye sadly. And it's like, um, imagine getting thrown on one. Like, yeah, it's just a little I don't know, rough. man. And it's, it's that, just... it's that like late Clinton, early Bush view of race where he's <laughs> right. like, dad, that was 200 years ago. Racism's dead in America. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, in <laughs> the opening monologue of the movie is like, is like, everybody's different. But what, what binds us together is heritage. <laughs> we can all trace our culture back two thousand. It's like no, <laughs> no, not, not, not really. I uh, so that the the line specifically, at least you got paid, uh, is my super dump because not only, <laughs> yeah, not only is it everything that we've already said. This it feels like it was delivered to be a laughing moment. So yeah. not only is it barely touched on. Oh, okay, it's even more insensitive in the way that's like. 
I think in ignorance, some people would initially just be like, <laughs> I, that's right. You know, it's just like, oh, like this is not the place. <laughs> okay. That is not the vibe I got. But now that you're saying it, that line sucks even worse. Like well, so now that you're saying thing, like that, there's three possibilities for that line, right? It's a laugh. It's a throwaway joke. It's an acknowledgement of we're on a pretty rough minefield right now. Or it is a dig at grandpa. Like you got money for it. You should just be happy. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can't yeah. complain. You it's, earn money. It's bad. And none no of those how are good. You spin yeah. yeah. And, and just while we're on the subject, Russell's dad at the end, once he wins state is like, is finally like, I'm proud of you, son. Yeah. Oh, it's just brutal. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is just brutal all around. Now, Ryan Merriman, the main character, he plays Kyle. Johnson. Yep. Yep. Um he's a he's a twofer in this. He's a yeah, he's we'll a double a double <laughs> decommer. Isn't that wild? And in both movies, this kid is obsessed with basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he really likes basketball in real life. I don't know. I just think that's so funny. Like in both movies, Ryan Merriman's character is like is like, can't get enough of those sweet, sweet hoops. Well, it's I mean they they referenced Dennis Rodman like this was the early 90s. So this totally. is like not only is basketball at that Everybody's time that like basketball the Jones. sport in America, it's Michael Jordan. Like we're the influence that right. he had on just movies in general is pretty incredible. You know, Space Jam is coming out around this time. Yeah, it's yeah. Everybody's playing basketball. <clears throat> yeah, it's a great point. Um, but I want to point something out about Kyle. So this movie has a lot of weird inconsistencies with his character. For instance, when we measure his height for the first time, he's 15 years old, but he's playing junior high basketball. So did (laughs) Kyle fail two grades? I guess junior high is like seventh and eighth grade, right? Right. For me, it was six, seven, eight. Maybe junior high goes up to ninth grade in. And it's the latter half of the year or something. He's one of those birthdays that's like. He's the older, like two years barely. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years. He's one of those two years. He's early one of those birthdays. birthdays that's two years early. Yeah. Maybe that's they held him back. Tough. He went to super kindergarten. Took a second round. It's always possible. <laughs> that's why he's so. That's why he's so much taller than everybody. Pre K so and then post K. Post K. Yeah. And then K. Yeah. No, that might be it. But there's also an inconsistency when he is shrinking. Several times they forget to shrink him in his scenes, and he is back to being taller than almost everybody yeah. in the shot. Yeah. Like immediate, there's one scene where he's talking to Bonnie and he's at her eyes. Like his the top of his head is at her eyes. The very next scene we cut to, they're walking next to each other and he's towering over Bonnie again. I have to correct they myself. I said I said early nineties. It wasn't at all. It's two thousand one is when this came out. So obviously right. basketball is well, still I mean, a big that's deal. Still Jordan. I, I mean I, it's I, post, but still. To bring up at what feels like a random time to bring that back up is because I looked at two thousand one and I was like, didn't we do and again, this movie had a much bigger budget, but weren't we doing some pretty incredible things with size differential in 2001? <laughs> the answer is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I had the literally the exact thought while I was watching this last night. Like, huh, this is about the same time as, as Lord of I'm Rings. having. Ma- I think I think that I think the size the size thing is more egregious with mom who at one point is told she's oh, a foot yeah. tall. And then I guess the fear is, which I get it. It's like, maybe we don't want to be leprechauns because at some point they disappear into nucleus <laughs> size. Like she is a match. They wanted to say that she's as big as a matchbook, 
which That's is yeah. not a foot tall. Hey, as our <laughs> as our resident decom, one of our resident decom experts, there is literally a decom about shrinking to the point of disappearing. It's called the poof point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the poof maybe they point? just. Yeah. yeah. When you reach the poof, so you de-age. I they, thought that's parents, like when your metabolism finally slows down. No, that's the poop point. No, their parents take some sort of a chemical. They're scientists. They become babies. And if they don't fix it, the babies will poof to non-existence. And so, yeah, the poof point. I'm telling see, you. See, that kind of thing. Decoms a little bit feel like a testing ground that Disney's like, let's throw this out and see how what, it would what work if, in a real movie. If, because right. that feels like what they did in Sky High, right? With the pacifier, the baby <laughs> yeah, gun. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's there's all of these. There's there's phases. You go, you go. Sky uh, High wasn't a, a decom though, was it? No, it was no, not. no, no. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I think oh. they test stuff out. This is their test kitchen. Yes. Boy, yeah. we've been saying test kitchen a lot lately. We have, but uh, it's a, it's funny to think about decoms just being where they test out their new flavors before they sure. pull it into the decom is the decom is the beta that they're prepping stuff for the main release. Right? But oh, this feels so like true. they didn't quite get the transformation thing the way they wanted, so they tried it again in thirteenth year. And then maybe that'll manifest in some Disney movie I haven't seen. I think yet. this has to be newer than 13th year. It was the 13th year first. I, it, I feel like it has to be. Carter, With, uh, is that one that you've seen? Uncle Joey. Joey Gladstone is the yeah. dad nope, in the 13th I haven't. year. Ooh, the 13th year was three years, two years before this. Okay. That I sounds not, about right. I have yeah. not seen that. It's about a young boy that transforms into a merman on his 13th birthday. Kate. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> sounds great comms man they wild out there it's now, about that kid that eats magic bacon and turns into a dog when he's 15 like I would believe anything for a decom yeah that's who knows that honestly right. fair um, and there's a lot there's a lot going on especially early in this movie mm-hmm. and I want to point a couple things out one of which is my favorite thing maybe about some of especially the earlier decoms like this is that <laughs> Characters don't really get a wardrobe. They just get like, today he's wearing red. Yeah. Today his friend is wearing royal blue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, that's all. It's just a color palette. Yeah. It really and is. And not, not in an artsy way, not in like a, this character typically wears grays, but towards the end of the yeah. movie. But he's the most the envious. Like, so the green makes a little more sense for him. Right. That's it's the just thing, like, everything in this is like. Like a caricature, like it's like they wrote the movie and they're like, let's exaggerate this. Let's turn it into a caricature. He and his dad don't just get kicked out. They get they literally get thrown, thrown through the air. By out. an elderly man. Exactly. And it's like, how much of that is a weird stylistic thing? And how much of that is like, this is a movie for children. So we're exaggerating yes. everything so kids can pick it up. Yes. That is, it's, it's, it's the giggle factor, really, I think is yeah. what it is. And you but get, even with the wardrobe stuff, right? It's like, okay, we want to make sure that, like, how much, how can we simplify and paint with a broad brush? Right. I mean, to save time and money in the, the movie making process, but also to simplify it so kids can understand it. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you, you even, you even get things like, um, <laughs> The uh, one of my favorite Callie Callie goes. This has never happened in real life. At this scene, when he has won the first game by first of all slapping a basketball into yeah the, what or whatever that so, was I don't know which is great. But <laughs> he goes to school and everybody's like everybody's like Kyle oh Kyle dude sit Kyle. like it's just like a sea yeah. of high fives and what's up man's like. It's just nobody does that. I don't know. It's so Disney. Yeah, let's, it's so two thousand. Let's not get there yet. Let's wait for the end at the end. 
I'm going to give, I can I just give a pump momentarily to the group of people standing in a circle dancing? Oh, with the radio. There's just amazing oh. things happening here. I loved that very much. I have almost, so uh, starting to talk about characters, almost my super pump was Riley O'Reilly, Hen- Henry, Henry <laughs> okay, Gibson, cool. the grandfather of Because yeah. he, <laughs> he was just. It was a descent into madness almost. Oh, like, what yes. is he doing? His, this? like, I, there were times that, like, even my captions were shrugging. They were like, I don't know. Because <laughs> he would just be the most Irish that it was like, oh, like when you put too much salt on something, it's like, oh, all I taste is salt. But there were so many times that he would just exclaim, and I'm just like, huh? I what? heard potato. Dude, and the dad, the dad at one point's like, oh, really? And he's like, oh, Riley. <laughs> it's just so over the top. It felt Gosh. offensive. Was it there, did. Were there, I was offended. Oh That's I got to do a thing on the potato. I'm just like, I was offended you? on behalf of Irish people. Goodness. I love that it's a throwaway that he invented French fries. No, or, uh, potato, potato chips. chips. Which is pretty funny. Potato chips. Yeah. Uh, was there a single accent? That you guys felt was respectful. Respectful? Respectful? I, no. Or hold up, hold up, hold up. I think I really enjoyed Kate. I enjoyed mom, Kate O'Reilly Johnson slash Smith. I did. Uh, yeah. Because it did, it did, <laughs> it did honestly feel like not as much of maybe it's because I'm comparing it to no, Riley O'Reilly. But it didn't feel as much of just over the top. It didn't feel over the top, but to me, she's just this collection of Irish stereotypes dressed no. in a spirit Halloween hobbit yeah, costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. It, well, yes, but I was going to save this for the back half of the episode, but uh, Kyle's mom is my super pump by a long She's so shot. good. Really? Yes. Yes, dude. She's she actually Irish. She cracks me up. Her last she, name is Garrity, which is G-E-R-A-G-H-T-Y. Her at the fire... <laughs> trying to stoke the flames to put smoke in the breakfast and she keeps coughing which by the way that confirms that their house does not have uh, smoke detectors which yeah. is not safe yeah um but she <sighs> honestly she was i laughed out loud at her like multiple times yeah she was uh, when she when she's buckled into the giant seat <laughs> dude what when she takes the her? car keys and tries to jump and touch the door amazing she was a I lot loved of fun. It. She was great. I loved it. You know who wasn't great, though? I never have wanted to have Disney keep with the theme of having a one-parent household. But then I met Bob Johnson. <laughs> he Oops. sucks. Slash Robert Smith. It's okay. Maybe he, got, maybe he got lost. Or maybe he didn't exist. I missed the single-parent home of Disney sorry, movies. Sorry, 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 sorry. Are you rooting for? Are you rooting for a leprechaun virgin birth? Kyle is the leprechaun yeah, messiah for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a better movie on many accounts. <laughs> and then we can continue to talk about virginity in our movies, like we did with I Hocus Pocus. That. Yes. I would love that. Yeah, Bob. Ke- yeah, Bob Johnson. Paul Kiernan had one face, and it was a. Well, I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Hit, can I? If I may, I'd like to posit something about this actor. Okay. Um, he's just a less problematic Louis C.K. lookalike. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it started, I was he like, is. did Louis C.K. 
do a decoct? It's that thing of like, yeah, it's Trader Joe's own version of Louis C.K., <laughs> but you eat it and you're like, actually, it's way better than the real Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. how Trader Joe's Oreos are better than Oreos. Yeah, they're Pop-Tarts. It's like it's like Trader Joe's yeah. Pop-Tarts. Oops, they're delicious. Yep. Actually, no joke, Callie's leaving for Trader Joe's in like 20 minutes and I'm going to tell her to get some Pop-Tarts. Silver, Dude, silver to get some of those, <laughs> those honey mustard uh, pretzel things. So yeah, many I'm going to write all this down real quick. So many good Those guys names. rule. Those guys rule. Uh, there's Tell also really some, good some... Uh, Thai chili almonds. Ooh. Mm. Those are delish. This is, unfortunately, against all evidence, not a Trader Joe's podcast. That's too bad. I would love to do a Trader Joe's podcast. I honestly would love to do a Trader Joe's podcast as well. But let's talk about Luck of the Irish. Do you think they shop at Trader Joe's? <laughs> How about the, uh, the, uh, like, it's like (sighs) there was a little bit of an attention, attention deficit disorder here when we started to do the size differential specifically for, uh, Kyle, because they had some like smarter movie tricks, I guess, like let's put a bucket head on him so that we can just put shorter kids in his role, you know, when, when we see him from behind or anything like that. Yeah. But then they, but then they just, they didn't stick with that, and then it just Dude, went all over the place. And but his, him running and having to pull his pants up over and over again genuinely made me laugh out loud. Oh, for sure. And wait, we need to. I wish we could have like a ten-minute segment of let's go through here and say we can do literally anything. How are, we want. We've also redefined luck, I think, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like okay, I get it. The uh, you you have more than once been able to find like money on the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. But like being good at a sport, I don't know if that's luck necessarily. Yeah, luck, How about luck guessing has gone every from, right answer on a test? <laughs> for real. It's gone from the the tendency to succeed. It's been transformed into the inability to fail. It's well, like Domino his, or something. It's like, is that the name of the character from Yeah. Like that's a fun creative yeah. way to be like, wow, you didn't die. Like, but it's like this that, guy, that Harry Potter potion. Yeah, he got his he got his athleticism stolen like the monsters stole from big time. Uh, I thought the, the same thing. Things. Yep. <sighs> Charles Barkley is just sitting sad on the side of the court that's along terrible. with Kyle. That's terrible. <laughs> I think that's where Charles Barkley is just all the time. <laughs> side of side of the court next to Kyle Johnson. Yeah, and we haven't even begun. To talk about Timothy Omenson. Mm. And he did you guys ever watch Psych? Yeah, it's Lassie. Detective Lassiter from Psych. That's how I know him majority. So seeing him in this is funny, but this is how I knew him first. I was about to say, when I watched Psych, I was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy from Luck of the Irish. Seamus <laughs> McTiernan. <laughs> oh man. Who like she- yeah, we have we have thrown out the rules on what luck is. We've thrown out the rules on what a leprechaun is because you're either just going to turn super tiny or you're going to become, become a monster. You're yeah, going to turn into... It's like a werewolf kind of a thing. A monster. <laughs> that yeah, actually scared me when he's on the court and he's like, no. And I was like, <laughs> wait, why? when did you change faces? Why did this happen? And uh, why only to you? Imagine if Kyle's mom was like, there's something I need to tell you. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, we can't talk about him too much because I'm saving something for the back half of the episode. Yeah, okay, I'm okay, sure. Okay, okay. I'm sure. That's that's great. But I just, I, this this adds to my theory 
that in the late 90s, early 2000s, a movie wasn't nothing if it didn't have sports. Yeah, no way. It was nothing if it didn't have sports. Or a concert. Or a concert. Which is just, if you think about it, like sports for your mouth. Mm. (laughs) See, I've always thought sports for your mouth was Powerade. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. I love I love that juicy flavor. And the other juicy flavor that I do love in my ear mouth is the shout announcements. The top of the morning to you and welcome to shout announcements. It's the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. That was so lucky charms. No, keep going. Keep going. I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I can only do short bursts of Irish. It's like an Irish, an Irish sprint, which sounds like a drink, like a grown-up drink that grown-ups would drink. Yeah, I have to charge up my Irish accent like a falcon punch. And if I get interrupted, falcon punch, punch, show your moves. Why don't you give some time and show me your moves? A falcon kick. Mine turns into uh, Barbosa. Barbosa, it does. Yeah. You better start believing in Lucky Charms, Mrs. Turner. You're in one. You're in one. Y'all remember when we did the Pyrus series? That was great. Hey, speaking of great things, we got some stuff. Listen, stuff. if you are a dedicated Chunky fan yep, and you are not a patron, now is the time to get on board. Let me tell you why. We 100. have bonus stuff already backlogged, but for this series, we have probably the best bonus episode we'll ever do because all those people that let us down by not voting for Brink... They, I, I'm going to have my dessert or they're going to get their desserts and I'm going to have my cake and eat it too because we're yeah, doing dude. Brink for our Patreon There's episode for hurt. this series. And I love that you said this is maybe the best bonus episode we're going to do when we do have a review up about the reigning best picture of all time, Parasite. No, still Brink. Listen, we <laughs> Same also director, have, though. I'm not, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Brink is all subtitled. We are not currently at liberty to discuss what's coming uh, very soon for patrons, but there's something cool uh, that's going to let patrons uh, of a certain caliber get a little more connected to uh, to us, actually. So uh, make sure you keep your peepers peeled for that one. It's going to be a good time. It always sounds like it hurts. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound comfortable. Hey, guys, I wish you would follow us on Instagram and on on the Twitter, one of the good things about following us on Instagram is that's probably the most up-to-date you can be with the the Melissa Joan Hart saga. <sighs> um, she, she, I think, is a duchess of Instagram. She's somewhere up pretty high royally in the monarchy. But she, she Instas all the time and very often now within these next few weeks will be Instagramming about Felice Navidad and you very likely know how we feel about that. So please give us a follow there that also uh, you're going to have a lot of our uh, announcements, all of our announcements about polls opening uh, for these um, voting series. Those are going to be through Instagram, through our stories. Doge does a really good job just with the art in general. I can, I, I, the best job. I, as a co-host get incredibly excited about what he's going to do uh, what kind of theme he's going to take to uh, really help us get into the spirit of whatever series that we're doing. And it's always fun to see that. I loved Chunktober. I'm excited <laughs> to see what happens with DCOM. Um, Me too, because I don't know yet. DCOM feels like <laughs> one that you could you could kind of creatively take off. 
like, it's a like I'm not going to try Disney. as hard and it's going to look like what <laughs> Disney did back in the early 2000s. Um, but yeah, please follow us there. And then Twitter is very much a, in the news kind of situation. You would get things about, hey, Mandalorian's about to come out or, um, you know, someone's just been cast for Moon Knight and, and different things like that. And so uh, follow us on those social meds and we don't have a Facebook. We might, but we do, but don't go there. There will be yeah, a, yeah. don't look at it. We'll burn it's it. It's just a pit of despair. Facebook is, <laughs> uh, things that are not a pit of despair is what it's my turn to talk about. And I do remember it. And it is that we want you to rate and review, uh, our podcast on the iTunes store, on the Google Play Store, wherever you listen to it, a rating and a review would go a long way to helping our show reach new ears. And now, listen, we we have depended on your altruism in the past, and we do know our listener base to be quite selfless uh, and have our best interests in mind. But just in case uh, the joy of knowing that you helped your favorite pod boys out isn't enough of a motivator, for the month of November, if you leave us a review, uh, a new review, on the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Dated after this episode releases. Dated after this episode releases. You send us a screenshot of that. We're going to share that screenshot in our stories. And then we're also going to enter you into a merch giveaway to be one of the first people to get some of our new Christmas merch that's launching ah. in December that we're all super excited about. This is a great opportunity to help us out and to help your body out by getting something of ours that you can put on it. Or in it. That's not true. Don't don't put our merch into you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And now uh, we're back. That was a Scottish. Oops. That was McGonagall. That was McGonagall. <laughs> Defend your school. I was 100% McGonagall. I always wanted to use that spell. Defend, Defend your, your potato coin. chips. Guys, my super pump <laughs> is... Oh, snap. What's his name? Timothy Omenson. <laughs> Seamus McTurnigan. <laughs> Seamus McTiernan, I believe. Seamus McTiernan. That's that's actually. Seamus, I don't know that. That's my super saying. pump is Seamus McTiernan. Seamus uh, McTiernan just chews up all the scenery, just chomps it right up. This is the most over the top performance that I have seen in a movie in a really long time, and it sucks. It's so bad, but it transcends being bad into being amazing. And through him, we get the introduction of the the like Irish dance into this movie, which is in a bizarre movie, one of the more bizarre elements <laughs> that this is just something that is intrinsically known by every leprechaun that they can't. It's compulsive. Like Kyle doesn't even try to start <sighs> dancing and he does. Dude, honestly, the scene where he's dancing, he's like, I don't know. That's pretty funny. <laughs> he's bad at it, too. Oh, for he's sure. quite bad. Quite bad. For uh, sure. I had a good friend growing up who, in, in kindergarten, we all had to do a talent show. Yes, yes, and, yes. Wait, uh, wait, wait. What did you do? Drawing. <laughs> I drew pictures and pointed to them. And I showed, I did like little animations where I would do like 
uh, like kind of those flip book animations. Oh my goodness. But it wasn't, I didn't draw like on the stage. Like I'd already drawn this stuff <laughs> so and I would do, I'd be like, drawings you did? yeah, this is a good one. I drew of Cusco. Oh, uh, yes. Amazing. This is a good one. This is an animation I made of Bob the tomato. You know, it's good <laughs> stuff like that. Great stuff like that. But my friend, oh, my in, I think it was kindergarten, maybe first grade. I don't remember. Uh, my friend did river dance. And World sweeping it was river dance. Wonderful. Yes. It is. Oh, 100 right? But that's the thing. I think we're trying to capitalize a little bit on the river dance popularity still. And I did Google river dance to find out when it came out. Uh, February 9th, 1995 was the first performance. But one of the suggested searches was why do Irish dancers have no arms? And <laughs> what? I think they do have <laughs> arms. They just don't use them. They just don't move them. But I love that enough people have Googled why do Irish dancers have no arms that that Google Amazing. Uh, was like, yeah, that's probably what he's looking for. Amazing. Hey, I, one of the beautiful things about this DCOM series is that these movies are so short. We have a lot of time to play with. And I think it's important. Our episode's like as long as the movie almost. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's important for our listeners to know this about me. Um, and that is that in sixth grade, uh, I participated in Georgia in a local um, like variety show called Peach Jam, where me and a friend of mine uh, named Mason put on uh, oversized uh, dress shirts and sunglasses and sock feet, and we slid out and sang old time rock and roll, but we lip synced it and mm-hmm. lip and air guitared it the whole song, top to bottom. Yeah. That's good. Uh, like weeks of practice and rehearsal, all that kind of stuff. And your talent show story just reminded me of that. And I don't know that there's actually video of it anywhere, but I will try and find it if there is. I'll do you one better. You know, you have to know this about me. In sixth grade, my middle school hosted a lip sync competition and I entered the large ensemble and medium ensemble yes, categories. Yes, yes. The, large, the large ensemble, my... Uh, Three of my friends and I did the Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Guess which chipmunk I played? Hold on. Alvin. It's Theodore. It's Simon. Simon. Oh, wow. We danced you right around it. You guys gave the only two wrong answers. Um, it makes sense the, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you no, are Simon. Of all of us, I am Simon the Chipmunk. Of all of us, uh, I'm the Simonist. And then for the duet category, I did uh I'd be Alvin because people just yell my popular. name a lot. I did popular from Wicked in drag. Uh, That's amazing. Wow. Progressive for Tyler, Texas. Only person in the history of my school to be a double winner at the lip sync, but I only got one $10 iTunes what? gift card. Which As a double I'm winner? I'm not still mad about. Not still mad about. Don't That's worry. That's phenomenal. I'd be furious. I did a, a couple lip sync competitions with one of my best friends in college, the college that we went to, because there used to be a show called, uh, what was it called? It was like a lip sync battle or something, but it was like overproduced lip syncing. Yeah. And we did a Barbra Streisand Celine Dion duet. That was wonderful. It's very Did you weep during that too? Did you cry during the Celine part? Yep. Um my super pump is the moment (laughs) we start bargaining souls and and uh playing sports. It. Dude, what a wild it turn is for like, the No, it's so good. It's like I got on the teacups at Disney for this ride. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my spins in, right? And then we're good. But then the entire platform 
starts moving up and then rocket ship takes off into the sky. And now I'm flying over Kissimmee in Orlando. And I, what a wild ride the end of this movie is. And this was the right? moment that I said, you've done it. I was like, it is ridiculous enough that I am fully enjoying this process. Like, yes. I yeah. Love I was curious what you thought of that. Cause who's, I was watching it last night. I was like, I bet Carter hasn't seen this. I'm curious how this is. Who's landed. keeping oh, score. So like who decides who wins? <laughs> I guess that doesn't matter. They're playing all these games to one. And it's it's yeah. two against <laughs> five. Two young men against five grown men in everything. Well, they're spry. The young men are spry. They're spry. It is <laughs> phenomenal. And then it's like, they he lost. Kyle lost. He legitimately yeah. lost. And then, but you know what? You know what? Leprechauns can't can't say no to. A challenging challenge on top of another challenge. A double or nothing. And he's like, okay, let's go back to my high school. <laughs> Everybody is completely <laughs> fine with this. There is no hint that this didn't happen. There's no hint that this is a hallucination, that that these are just uh, holographic versions of all his friends and family. No, they're there. Right. And they're cool. It actually happens. It right? actually like happens. The state finals. The momentous effect that the ripple effect of this happening in this small town, and I think Utah, it didn't really say where they are. What this, what this does in the to the rest of the a world? Lot of these in Utah, people got to be talking about this, right? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. What does that do to their lives? I love that the coach goes, "Where have you two been?" And they're like, "We're here now." And he's like, "That's a great point." <laughs> but it's the that isn't it the championship? Yeah, it is. It's the state championship. But it's now not against the people who deserved to be in the state championship. All those poor middle school no, boys who actually took, worked really hard to get there were replaced by grown grown Irishmen. Those 15-year-old middle school boys. And then but that's what I'm saying. They come up, they come up in the fourth quarter of the state championship game, and the coach is like, Where were you? And they're like, Don't ask questions. Ireland. There was and he's like, oh, Okay. There was a moment that I realized we weren't completely out of Chunktober yet. <laughs> and Seamus, who has fallen, Seamus, who has fallen on the Seamus. ground or something, <clears throat> like lifts his head up and screams like, no, you won't. Or I don't remember what it was because I was screaming over it because I didn't actually hear it. <laughs> this is terrifying. Like Jennifer Aniston's like leprechaun movie. Like it was <laughs> so scary and why is he wow. the gross is he a goblin he's not a leprechaun yeah he transformed what? into like this weird prosthetics what creature is, what, what i'll tell you what would have been a good twist to find out that he was not in fact a leprechaun and that's why he wanted the coins was to become a leprechaun i mean goblins like gold i literally thought it was going to be wasn't, he's another wasn't creature he like some kind of dark leprechaun though they kept calling him a something it was like his last name though right what yeah. sucks is all that info was coming from Riley O'Reilly, and I don't understand anything he says. And you can't understand him. Exactly. Yeah, we're not going to be able to work with him, Yeah, it's just like, what did you just say? Did you guys see the thing that that actor played a leprechaun in Bewitched like 30 Isn't years prior? Amazing? No, but that's great. It said very that's famously fantastic. played. It's like, that's not famous. Yes. <laughs> that's not Nobody's, true. Because when I think of Bewitched, I do think of the one with the leprechaun. Nobody's still talking about that. What if they are? Maybe they all are. the bewitched fan pages. Could be good. <laughs> all the forums. Bewitched, dude, the bewitched he, forums are blowing up, up right now. No, I think that it, there is something. There's a lot of Disney Channel original movies that 
to me, I can tell the pitch was like, okay, so here's the deal. It's a middle school kid and they're like, love it already. And he's like, slow down. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Hang on. He loves basketball. He loves basketball. And they're like, absolutely. And they're already reaching for the pen. And he's like, Andy's part leprechaun. Then they signed it. And they were like, on the way out the door, they're like, by the way, how does that movie end? And he was like, well, I don't know yet. And they're like, that's fine. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there. Just go they ahead. They still don't know. <laughs> and somehow amidst all of this complete bizarre wildness, we're supposed to be learning about heritage? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like he is <laughs> What? Seamus is way more magical than the other leprechauns yeah. because he, when they lose the game, he vanishes everybody out of existence to have his confrontation where he shrinks with all the best visual effects that a 2001 TV movie can Lord. muster. His baby hand and baby head on his normal person Lord, body is the worst thing. It's like something out of Total Recall. Like, that's body know, that is Absolutely. That's like the fly. <laughs> so weird. Ugh. But I loved it. Like this was it. This was the point that I was like, yes, this is. I said the fly. Now imagine that role played by our early 2000s, Jeff Goldblum. Well, then it's, then it's too good. It's better, right? Yeah. It's, it's too, too good. good for DCOM. Luck uh, finds a way. I want to, I want to keep a ska count throughout this series. Oh, there's two. There's two distinct moments. I'll of tell Scott you what, in this the movie. Scott pot of gold would have been Brink. Yep, every it song. Been. It would have been. There's only two counts of ska in this movie, and it did need more. That was not enough ska for me. There's only two. Yeah. yeah. So our scout our ska counter is at two currently. Two currently. I know for a fact that Smart House leans heavy on the boy band vibes. Okay, so if does we Xenon. don't get to 10, I don't... And so does Xenon. If we don't get to 10, I don't think this series has been a Yikes. success. We'd get to 10 and Brink alone. Hey, I have a playlist saved on my Spotify that is just the collected songs of the Brink soundtrack, including the original song written for the movie Brink uh, called Come On Brink. Uh-huh. It's four songs long, and I listen to it too many much. That tracks. Yeah. That actually tracks with everything I know about you. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. <sighs> What else is in this movie? Is there anything we haven't talked about? Uh, Probably. Yeah. The potato factory is crazy and we're not supposed That's to follow true. any rules. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that there's rules that we even have a knowledge of to follow. But like people could have died. Like the weird the weird hallway, <laughs> the weird hallway scene on the gator like that's clearly sh- same shot it's twice. It's clearly a, it's clearly a one way. Uh and you're mm-hmm. just being chased by it's just a lot of like DCOMs, it feels like, are just showing how adults can't catch kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grown-ups are slower There's than so children, much slower. Obviously. Look, here is the honest, the, the strange thing that I love about this, and I think we're going to bump into this quite a few times throughout this series. DCOMs, more than a lot of uh, maybe their um, contemporaries, are just... There is nothing timeless about them, and they are unbelievable no. time capsules for yeah. the era in which they were made. These things are are hermetically sealed time capsules. For real. I mean, it is nuts how we get the big Mac computers in the oh, like, computer lab of the library. Um, I love that we build tension by watching an internet search try and load. <laughs> the fact that that's a distinct shot of we see this loading bar ticking. It's like, come, come on, back. that's come not on. something you're ever going to see in a movie again. And uh, we, pay phones in a middle school. Um, yeah. You got things like uh, 
for instance, um, the just sort of generic, uh, I feel like no movies now have just like generic fairs. Like it's just like, there's just a fair. <laughs> there's a fair. It's yeah. just a fair. That's funny. I don't know. It just feels so like you watch it and you're just there. I don't know, man. I, I feel hey, like I'm on the couch with goldfish. Why was, why was everybody who worked at the potato factory Irish? Okay, I have a theory about this. The tour guide was awful with her accent. I mean, all the accents are rough, but hers was the worst of the worst. That It's pretty bad. I, my theory is that Pappy brought with him. Is that Clan O'Reilly? I don't know if it's Clan O'Reilly necessarily, but I my guess is that Pappy came over and set himself up as a a bastion of refuge for leprechauns. He's the ref the leprechaun statue of liberty. Yeah, right. Bring me your poor, your tile, your tired, your green garbed masses. I believe yeah. is what Mars described. Bring me your poor, your tired, your green garbed masses. They're after me chips. Uh, did you guys crave Lay's potato chips original real bad? Big time. Boy, you know I stay craving. Big time. So um, I think it's time to rate this movie. Okay. And the only way to do it is, of course, magic. Whipped up right here in the Two Chunks Test Kitchen. I'm still going to call it that. I don't know why. I like it. It's the scientific cinema scale. It's perfect. And it is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing, that's buy it, followed by rent it, and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll go first. Do it. And this one's a stream it. Uh, For me, this is... It's not even close. This is the worst of the four that we are reviewing. Um, This is kind of, I mean, it's funny, it's fun, and it's a little goofy, but this is by and large like just sort of a nothing movie to me. Like I I don't feel very strongly any way about it. And uh, it's a disgrace that it's here and not Brink. So it's a stream it from me. I'll stream as well. And I think it's because the only way I would ever watch this movie again is if I found out someone hadn't seen it. Right. I would love to be to share a first time, like see somebody's first time watching it and have dialogue around that. But yeah, it's a stream for me. Guys, I think I'm going to give this a forget it. Oh, man. It reminds me. So there was this place my wife used to eat all the time in high school called Taco Villa. Uh, and it's like this fast food taco place in Amarillo where she grew up. And it's super cheap. And come to find out when we eat it as adults, that's because it's super bad. She liked it as a kid. She liked it growing up, but it really just doesn't, didn't successfully make that transition into the adult world in which we find ourselves now. And I feel that the luck of the Irish is the taco villa of DCOMs. <laughs> there are some that are going to age well and some that are going to be like, oh, that was actually pretty bad. Did you leave the, the room to fun. ask your wife what the name of the taco restaurant was? I'm, I don't feel like I have to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. Awful. Awful. Well, hey, 
This one's behind us. We're officially one week deep in our DCOM series. And I got to say, from my perspective, things are looking way up next week. In fact, they're looking so far up that they are in outer space. Because next week, we will be reviewing the seminal classic, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Sorry, there's a colon there. It's not Xenon Girl. It's Xenon girl of the 21st century (laughs) and uh it's a banger zoom 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 do make my heart go a boom boom anything else that we want to throw in at the end here guys end it listen to trolls and table talk yeah listen to trolls and table talk carter's got a new podcast going dnd podcast it's a lot of fun we're not threatened by it so i don't i don't want you saying that we are (laughs) and don't think for a second that we are and if you think that we are stop it stop thinking that also, again, I just, I feel the need. I hate to date our episodes so bad, so frequently, but this is coming out the morning of election day. You still have time if you're listening to this on your way to or from work. Please go vote. Please go vote. Please vote with empathy in mind for folks who might not look like you or share your life. <laughs> to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and... uh <laughs> Based on our own cultural heritage, what our movie would be about. For two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan, the Wonders one, and my movie would be called Mayonnaise. And it would just be about no culture. what it's like to just sort of be <laughs> generic, no culture, wish I yeah. had anything to grasp onto that was fun or good, sort of Cleveland. Heritage. I mean, there's, I'm just a mutt, man. There's some English. There's Everybody some French, comes there's from some somewhere, German. Jordan. There's, you know, there's a, there's a little of this, a little of that. There's some, there's some stuff in there, but man, it's just, yeah. My culture is just sort of Dallas. I'm Doge and my movie would be called Gators, eh? <laughs> because on my mother's side, deeply Canadian and on my father's side, deeply swampy. A swampy. Swampy. Uh, I'm Carter, and mine would be called Mars. Needs no. moms. Um, John Carter of Mars? John Carter of Mars me. needs moms. John Carter of Mars needs moms. I'm like, I'm French-Irish, so maybe this was my movie. Mm. <laughs> this is called Luck of the Irish. <laughs> it's, and it just happened. I need to go do the, I need to do a quick re-watch. Re-watch. Rewatch. 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 Hey, rewatch <laughs> that movie, boy. I gotta go re-rarch. Re-rarch. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.